Hello, listeners. That is Paul. That is Jake. This is Missed Connections Remote, improvisational comedy inspired by Craigslist Missed Connection ads. These are real-life ads from real-life Craigslist, and we are going to do some improvised comedy made up on the spot remotely based on those ads. Yeah, and this is our 10th episode. Do you believe that, Paul? I can hardly believe it. Feels like just yesterday we were trying to figure out what the show was about. Yep. And now here we are with seven listeners in Wisconsin. Do you think that's the way it is with everything that has ten of it? Like the commandments? It's like we got to the end of the list. It's like, man, remember when we had one and we were just <laughs> just figuring it out? <laughs> man, remember it was just all about not having other gods and now we're here. All this, whatever the tenth one is. Yeah, what is the tenth? I don't know. Something about coveting. I thought, if, if, yeah, that feels right. Doesn't it close out on coveting wife and wife and goods? I don't know. Anyway, this. Speaking of coveting, missed connections. <laughs> yeah. Uh, all right. This is. Uh, we got three ads. I got the first one. It's called "Missed the Precious Past." This is from Harrisburg. It says Central Penna, which I've never heard anyone call it Central Penna. But this person did. Penna, like an abbreviation for Pennsylvania. Pennsylvania, yeah. I've never heard that one. We say PA. I've heard Pensy. I've never heard Penna. I've lived (laughs) in Pennsylvania my whole life. Missed the precious past. Do you recall those moments in long past relationships that were cherished and fulfilling? Do we not wish to enjoy them once again, even as, even as we have aged into mature age phases of our lives? Those of euphoria and long-lost pleasure. Those of the feminine nature who seek those feelings once again. Feel free to make yourselves known. There shall be no prerequisites, and it shall be an equal opportunity situation. That's it. Wow. I know we were talking about Ten Commandments, and we rolled right into that ad. So. Yeah, into ye old, ye old uh, lonely man. What was the thing of, how did, he, how did he describe feminine, he said the female nature. Those of the feminine nature who oh, yeah. seek those feelings, once again, feel free to make yourselves known. That's such a complicated way of saying, ladies. <laughs> ladies, if you are interested, get at me. Yeah, this guy takes the scenic route. Yeah. That's for sure. <laughs> All right, uh, I have the second ad. This one is called Female. Oh, okay, well, speaking of <laughs> people saying it like they want it. Uh, female at Hershey Giant. Sunday morning bumped into you a few times. Tall, shapely thighs. Those tight, striped leggings had me drooling. If this is you, I was wearing very distinct clothing. <laughs> <clears throat> Tell me what I was wearing if the same spark existed. Oh, we were not far away in the parking lot. I left before you did. Hit me up. (laughs) All right. Yeah, a little bit different vibe from our first ad to our second ad. It's that little extra detail that allows you to distinguish a blatant personal from like an honest ad. Like mentioning that they weren't far away in the parking lot you know it's like yeah this is just a person <laughs> uh the third ad is called woman at walmart 42 gave me a tip about vs you gave me a tip about victoria's secret and when to buy tell me what you told me so i'll know it's you i know this is a long shot but worth the try I'd like to repay the favor. You were very nice and sweet. Thanks. That's it. I don't, I think I could have guessed a lot of VSs before I got to Victoria's Secret. That's their, uh, I think that's their logo is a VS. See, I, I'm just not part of the culture. Victoria's Secrets does this thing where, like, they mail coupons for, like, just free underwear to women, I think, to get them in their stores. Right? So, I don't know how, but I got signed up for these coupons at some point. I think my wife must have just used my name or maybe just, like, 
I was checking out with her at the store one time. Uh-huh. So anyway, I started getting these coupons for free underwear. Or maybe it was her. She had the coupon. And I was going to the mall. And she was like, here, grab me a pair of free underwear while you're there. Right? Right. Anyway, my wife has a couple pairs of underwear that I refer to as my underwear. Because it was mailed to you. It was your coupon. Yeah. And I'm the one who went in and got them. So if she's ever wearing them, I'm like... To catch a predator thing or something like send a man a coupon for free underwear at a store. He's like, you know, yeah. I'm like, always like, did you ask me permission before you wore my underwear? <laughs> and she's she's never once liked the joke. Every yeah. time she rolls her eyes and tells me to shut up. Yep, yep, yep. But those are my underwear. God damn it! It's your coupon. <laughs> I don't make the rules, guys. That's just how it works. Anyway, I think I'm familiar with their logo because of that. All right. I guess that's what I was. What, what triggered the story. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, you ready to get into some improv, Paul? And I just, all of my wife's underwear, I refer to as my underwear, but that's just a thing we do. Uh, yeah, I'm ready. Uh, this is Missed, Missed Connections, Connections Remote. Remote. Hark, surely thine physical feminine beauty doth require the masculine companionship of a gentleman in age, an aged uh, forwardness of years. Okay, okay, Robert. How are we doing this morning? We good? Robert hath declared the day to be a blessed day amongst all the children of the Lord. Oh, okay. Oh, you're such a sweetheart. Oh, man. Getting a little chilly, huh? Yes. You're okay out here, sitting out here on the patio? Surely, as the leaves doth fall Mm -hmm. from the tree, so doth a man wither away. His heart young, his body brown and dying. Oh, oh, Robert, don't talk like that. Don't talk about dying and withered. No, here, come on. Um, you uh, do you want another some more juice? Mm. <sighs> yes, thank you, Matilda. Yeah, of course, of course. Ooh, it's a nice one. <laughs> You're always up early. Are you the first one up? You must be the first one up. Ah, yay. When the days grow short on the earth, I must maximize the time spent on them. Mm. Well, I agree with that sentiment. But I don't think you should focus so much on your demise. You know, it can't be... You got a, you got lots of years ahead of you. Oh, you know? perhaps, but the years of my youth are they call to me the memories of nights spent betwixt the legs of a young oh. feminine female. Oh my. Lover Ooh. caressing each other by a fire. You're a, you're a spicy one, Robert. Well, Matilda, I've lived a life. I've sired many children. I've loved women deeply. Mm. And I do have a longing in my heart for those feelings just one more time before I pass on from this plane. Avast! Is that mine enemy, Robert? Uh-oh. Thomas, I did thinketh that I had gotten up before you to enjoy this day. Ah, the clever and devious Robert did disable Thomas's alarm. Well, a fair play, good sir, but you shall pay for it. 
Okay, all right. Thomas, why don't I, uh, why don't I get uh, a blanket for you? You can put over your legs and sit out here in the sun, okay? Ah! Ho, 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 ho! Uh, that... That... Uh, rapscallion. Thomas. You Episcopals always had so much more of a way of just making an entrance than us Methodists did. <laughs> Back yes. when our two churches sat beside the river of the small town. Yes, in the olden days of, of yore. Uh, I, I'm thirsty. Matilda, I'm, I'm, I'm actually quite thirsty. Mm. Ah, Perhaps you would enjoy some apple juice. Juice, perhaps. Uh, I yet would. with the COVID-19 restrictions put in place at this nursing home, I am forbidden from giving you the juice. It would be as if Eve handing the apple to Adam, and I am no, no original sin passer-honor, as you well know, Thomas. I know that story well. Keep your, keep from your lips mm. the mention of the dread covid I would not dare to taste your juice. Matilda! All right, all right. I'll, I'll bring you some juice, okay? I'm going to go get it now. And you guys shouldn't be... Don't bring up the Episcopalian Methodist thing, all right? These religions are not that far apart. I'm a Presbyterian myself. We all worship the same God, okay? And let's have no religious conflict at the home, okay? I'll be back with your juice. Oh, as if the shushing of a... Singular nursing home employee could stop centuries of philosophical and theological debate. They are irreconcilable. You're, you're, the problem with you is your, your new Methodist system. You're too much about the method. The problem with you Episcopals are, well, it doesn't have much to do with the word Episcopal, but... The Episcopalians, it's you just... You can't. You don't have enough tradition. What? Enough tradition? We're, we're practically the Church of England. We took all that tradition, we moved it and gave it a different name, but we retained all that tradition, even uh, some druid stuff. We bless animals, I think. We do a blessing of animals. Hmm. Book of Common Prayer, uh, pretty sure, not totally sure, but... Oh, Thomas, yes. Well, yay, I do hope to see thee at the table, the great table being set for me and prepared in heaven by my heavenly Father, with, of course, the Lamb seated at his right hand, and then off to the right of that, some disciples and martyrs, and then eventually the Methodists will be at the right hand of those. (laughs) Yes, well... We'll see, we'll see whose vision of heaven turns out to be true. Uh, and soon, oh, for yes, every soon, day yes. draws nearer the crypt with its moldy, chill embrace seeping into our bones. Ah, yes, I feel the grip upon me, the grip of death. Oh, who is talking about the grip <laughs> of death out here? Hey. What? Hey. Matilda, what did I say let earlier, Robert? Talk, let us Thomas, talk. here's your juice. Here is your, I don't want to have any more mentions of crips or grips of death, all right? It's been stressful enough. We've lost a lot of people at this home, all right? This is a very difficult time. You are both robust men. We've done well. We're through the worst of it, all right? Now let's keep it positive, all right? Let's enjoy this nice, beautiful, sunny, crisp autumn day. Okay, Matilda. All right. All right. Oh, maybe I'll enjoy it by imagining myself betwixt the la- the legs of a fair maiden. Oh, uh, those were the days of the our days youth. Days of youth betwixt yes. legs. Yes, I would read to her from the Song of Solomon. Thy breasts are like the fawns. Oh. Mm, and it goes on from there. Yes, of course. I, but they're just mostly mentioning... 
the breast parallel is what oh, I know it well. makes Bre- all the Methodist women just, you know, just ready for, to receive. Mm-hmm. To receive, indeed, the cascading ripples of Zion <laughs> and other such verses. Uh, Did I say well, ripples? I meant nipples. <laughs> I meant nipples. Yes, the nipples of Zion. All right. Uh, you know what? I, I I do like this better than the morbid discussion you were having earlier. So I I won't I won't even pretend to be offended because I'd much rather have rather have you with this kind of talk than what you were talking about before. All right. Well, we only talk about two things, three things: religious war, <laughs> death, death, and the. Feelings of sensuality of laying betwixt the legs of a young, supple, Methodist for me, maiden. Who would become my wife of 25 years? Hmm, yes. Uh, Martha. Ah, this is the time of mourning when we remember our wives. Yes. Uh. Tell me another story about Carol, Thomas, and the way that you would... Make love to her. Ravish her. (laughs) All right, all right, all right. Hey, excuse me. Oh, yes? Um... Sorry to interrupt you in the bulk candy aisle here. Um, I don't know if you remember this. Um, you were shopping here last week, right? Yes. Um, we had a brief moment in the parking lot. We weren't that very far apart. Do you remember me? Um, last week? Were you... What? Wait, were you the guy who was wearing the... Yeah, I was wearing uh, the um, the feather, the, 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 the big bird, the big bird costume. Oh, right, okay, yeah, you were Big Bird. I was, I, was, I was Big Bird. Okay, wow, yeah, no, I remember. I didn't have the head on, obviously, but um, right. I was carrying that under my shoulder, on my, on my elbow, but... Look, I just wanted to apologize, um, or maybe... Uh, just make sure I wasn't misunderstood. I think I was kind of gaping at you. Right. And drooling a bit. Yeah. And I just didn't want you to think that that was uh, objectifying uh, or, you know, like I'm some kind of, you know, animal. <laughs> I It was really hot in that suit. That's why I took the head off. And... I'm going to confess, I, I did find you quite attractive, and I was k- kind of <laughs> giving you a, a once-over as you walked. But after you passed, you looked a little upset, and I I realized I was standing there drooling. But it was, I was dehydrated, and I was a little, like, <laughs> out of it, basically. So you were or weren't drooling over me? Um, like, yeah. the salivatory glands happened... When? Uh, yeah, I, look, uh, believe me, I can picture it from your perspective, right? You're an attractive woman, you're walking through a parking lot, and you see a man in a big bird costume, and he's literally dead behind the eye staring at you, drooling out of his mouth. And I'm sure you've seen it a million times, yeah. <laughs> all right? And I just didn't want you to misinterpret what was going on there. Um, I, I do find you attractive, but not... I, I have control over my... My saliva glands and my urges. I don't think people drool when they're hot. I don't think that's a way that human beings cool down. Well, um, I, I I beg to differ. I was in again in a big bird costume, which was quite stuffy. Those oh, feathers, you know, we don't. Yeah, yeah. I mean, human beings don't. We're not covered in feathers. Right. I mean, I'm, I'm saying the obvious here, but those don't breathe uh, the way uh, the pores on our, in our skin, you know, breathe. Um, so 
I, I, I'm quite confident that what was happening there was my mouth was producing an excess of fluid to try to generate, much like a dog, um, some kind of evaporating process in my oral area um, to cool me off. <laughs> I wasn't, again, just to clarify, I was attracted to you, but not uh, in a animalistic, almost barbaric way. That's all. Okay. Two things, real quick. Yeah. yeah. Number one, you got a little drool just coming down the corner of your mouth right now. You just... <laughs> That's thing one. Yeah, just go ahead and wipe that right, up. Right, I'm just, just going to... You should just mop that up. Yeah. Uh-huh. And my second question is, why were you in a Big Bird costume um... in a grocery store? I was uh, coming... I was actually stopping here on my way back from an audition. Um... You auditioned for the role of Big Bird? <laughs> yes, making... the local, yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, in a local thing. The local theater is doing a, a, a Sesame Street um, children's theater. Uh, I'm, I'm an actor. I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm trying to become a children's actor. Um, and, uh, and so I was uh, in a suit for that. Uh, didn't get the part, <laughs> by the way. Uh, not that you asked. But, uh, so y- you either rented, bought, or made... Your own Big Bird costume, drove it to the audition, right, and didn't get the part at a local theater production. I had a complete flop, sweat, panic uh, at the audition. I knew I didn't get the part; didn't go well when I did it. I left my clothing in the locker there, oh. got in my car, and I was halfway home. It was late. I was tired. I needed groceries, and so look, you don't need the whole backstory. The drool here now today was not related to to you. Again, I do find you attractive, but I'm I'm a big fan of dark pretzels in bulk, and that's why you, you can see as I've been filling up the bag here while we're talking. That's what I was just you know getting that ready for that salty, bittersweet uh, chocolate goodness uh, of a dark pretzel, chocolate covered pretzel. I mean, so. I get, I guess you know you can smell it, so that does hold up a little bit, but it's just getting awfully coincidental all this drooling that happens when you're looking at me. No, and again, somebody like you in, in striped leggings like that, I'm sure you get it all the time. You know, men in all kinds of costumes drooling at you. And I just don't want you to think, you know, that that's what was going on there. Because, again, well. Well, listen, I don't mean to put you on the spot right now. But yeah. since, since it seems like you probably did some preparation for this role yeah. of Big Bird. And now yeah. you're never going to get to, like, do that role. So do you just want to, like, do your best Big Bird voice at me a little bit? Uh, right here and now? Yeah, I mean, I'm not trying to, like, pimp you out, so to speak. No, no, I understand. But it just seems like, I don't know, I just think it it's might, a fair be, question. You might know, be nice for you to get it out since you, since you didn't do it well at the audition. And again, if I were you, and I can imagine being in your position, a man approaching you now for the second time, the first time in a Big Bird costume, you're probably wondering, is this guy for real? You know, and uh, can he back up the fact that he really is a child actor and that he was really doing a Big Bird? Now, I will do my Big Bird impression, but bear Wait, in mind, did I didn't. child actor? <laughs> like you were an actor when you were a child? Yeah, but no, a child actor, an actor for children. That's oh, the, an actor that's, for that's children. That's the okay. common. I think child actor it? means that you were an actor when you were a child. Well, I'm, I'm in the business and uh, that we call it a child actor, so. Okay. Uh, <laughs> All right. Well, yeah. I mean, if you don't want to, that's fine. I'm no, no, no. I'm going to do it. I just want you to remember that I did not get the part. So, right. Yeah. Um. Snuffleupagus. Um. Are Are you feeling okay today? That's um. Uh, you should have gone for Kermit. That was. That sounded a lot like Kermit. Yeah. You know. That's um. That would have been an easier costume, too, after stitching together literally thousands of feathers uh, to be told that I basically had a Kermit voice. It was, uh, was pretty brutal. Um, but uh, Well, my name's Samantha, and it was nice to meet you. Oh, and, Samantha. Um, nice to meet you, too. Mm, sorry. Yeah. Uh, what theater did you say that was going to be at? Because I actually have a, a two-year-old son at home who just loves Sesame Street. Oh. So maybe I'll take them to see the show when it's when it's on. Yeah, great. Um, it's the uh, Susquehanna Children's Playhouse, and um, okay, great. I may be there too in the back, not on stage, taking notes, trying to learn how to get where I'm trying to go. Okay, great. 
Uh, uh, great. And you have a two-year-old. That's cool. Um, well, uh, yeah. Well, I'm going to definitely Google that, and maybe I'll see you there. But uh, otherwise, um, you know, sorry for your ordeal last week and that it resulted in that scene in the parking lot. Which oh. Was, it was frightening and memorable. Oh. <laughs> I just... I don't think you can understand what it's like to be, to have that moment, you know, with someone that you used to watch on TV as a child and found it to be someone who was like kind of a, you know, a role model, like someone who, to me, Big Bird uh, was sort of like a character who wasn't afraid to express his emotions, you know, Mm. if you've ever seen that movie uh, that they did, the Big Bird movie, I think it's called Runaway Bird. I can't remember. It was like, I was so little at the time. But I remember he had like a musical number that was very, very sad for a, for a for a Sesame Street movie. Oh yeah, the Rainbow Connection. No, no, that's Kermit again. Oh. Excuse me, miss. Uh, yeah. Uh, this is kind of embarrassing, but... Um, it's okay. What can I do? I'm trying to buy some underwear here at Walmart for my daughter. Okay. You know, she's kind of... Uh, I think she's having a little bit of a personal awakening. You know, she's in her teen years. And she said... She doesn't. She like doesn't want to buy them herself. Okay. But she asked me to buy her, you know, some sort of like, uh, some sort of. How did she put it? She wrote a note. Okay. She said, "If you ever talk about this out loud, I swear to God, I will kill myself." Wow. She didn't actually mean that. Okay? Yeah, She's that's not suicidal. That's, just yeah, teenager. Talk. I remember being a teenage know, girl. No, I know. I remember. Okay. Yeah. Uh, she says, "But I want underwear. I want sexy underwear." And she wrote that to you as her dad to go get for her? Yeah. Yeah, okay. I mean, since since her mother uh, passed on... Oh, I'm so I sorry. I kind of have... Oh, it's okay. It's okay. Thanks. Uh, I kind of, you know, I, 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 I wear a lot of hats around the house and in the relationship, you know. And mm-hmm. it's been great, you know, for me as a, as a father. Uh, but it also has me standing here in the Walmart underwear aisle thinking... Right. What does what will my teenage daughter like? How do I how do I not mess this up? Right, right. Wow, you have. It sounds like you have a really special relationship with your daughter. I mean, she did say it in a note, and I am not allowed to talk about it. But we do, we do. I mean, we build a lot of trust. Right. You know, this is a thing about parenting. Okay, this is a tip for you. <laughs> okay. Uh, or not? Not saying I don't know. If you just if you just allow me one second, just brag about my relationship with my kid for a second. Yeah. Early on, when she was little, we said, my wife and I said, if you tell us the truth, you'll never get in trouble for it. Mm. You know? Mm-hmm. Whereas when I was a kid, it was tell the truth, and if it's bad, you're in trouble. Right. And if it's, you know. And then, and then you don't you, want to tell the truth, right? And you don't want to tell the truth. It, de-centifi- it incentivizes lying, yes. right? Because yep. then you're, as the child, you're thinking... Okay, what are the odds that I'm gonna get away with this versus the trouble? And you're doing all this, you're doing all this calculations, risk reward stuff that my kid doesn't have to worry about. Yeah, you know. Mm-hmm. And it's just, it's just helped the relationship get to a point where, uh, you know, she's comfortable talking to me about all kinds of stuff, and even the stuff she's not comfortable talking about, she'll at least, you know, send me a write a note and leave it on the kitchen table. Or sometimes I get text messages, you know. Hmm. You know what's so interesting about that? What? Is that I read a theory once that almost every evil act that we do as humans, on some deep level, we're doing it because we're trying to avoid embarrassment. Mm. Lying, even murdering somebody, there's some wow. deep level of shame and fear that is at the heart of it. So anyway, I believe it. I believe yeah. it. Toxic, toxic shame is a, it's mm-hmm. pretty. It's a, it's a part of the whole. It's a part of almost every addictive cycle. 
It's right. a part of a lot of mental, you know, disorders and yes. the way people think. Obviously, I'm not talking about chemical imbalance as much as I'm talking about, you know, the things you can control. Right. Uh, but there's a bit of a, you know, it's a bit of a gray area sometimes. Absolutely. People, you know, your thought patterns can fall into a rut. The more you think a thought, the more likely you are to think that thought again. Right. Create a path of least resistance in your brain. Absolutely. Well, speaking of toxic shame, let's find some sexy underwear for your daughter. Um, Do you, go ahead. I'm at Walmart. Yep. Maybe I shouldn't be here. Let's start there. No, Am no, I no, in no. just you're, the wrong place? You're not in the, you're not in the wrong place. Walmart has uh, great underwear selections, actually. Um, really? Right well, where we are right here, this is Victoria's Secret. That's, you know. Oh, in a Walmart? That's, absolutely, yeah. Okay. Yeah, they have. They uh, Walmart carries a lot of stuff. Um, so, um, yeah, like right. I mean, how old your daughter? She's just becoming. She's just hitting puberty, basically. Or no, I mean, she's like she's like fourteen, fifteen. Like okay. she's, but okay. she's. I think she's like, you know, wanting to like graduate to the next level of whatever. Yeah. Okay. If the, whatever the rite of passage in women's underwear is, she's ready to take that next step. So, you know, speaking as a woman myself, I definitely think, you know, you might want to give her a shot at going herself, and it can be kind of an empowering moment to make that first underwear selection. Oh, but wow. I'm gonna, tr- I'm gonna trust you that she's too afraid to do it, and she wrote you a note, and you seem like the kind of dad who I can ask this very direct question to. What kind of, um, what, what are we talking about? Is she, is she? You know, is she developing really fast? Is she, you know, more on the slower side of puberty? What kind of, you know? I think kind of slightly fast, but kind of right, 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 you know, 14, 50, right where she should be, you know. Okay. I feel like she's right. like, so But, you know, what yeah. you said, though, I think I think there's some, some good stuff to that, some mm. good truth to that. I don't think I should go home empty-handed because right. then she'll think, oh, it's just an after th- He just didn't do it, didn't want to do it. Yeah. You know, so maybe bring home a couple pairs and be like, listen. You know, I think you should do this on your own. Exactly. Exactly. You might even empower her by bringing a couple very different choices and even telling her, look, I have the receipt right here, and you have to take, you know, two of these back. Get three and she can keep one, for example. Or, oh, wow. you know, some other multiple. Um, See, this is, this is why, you know, I'm, I'm, and I'm sorry for asking no, you. I mean, you're, no, just, you're just a worker at Walmart. You're not here trying to have these kind of talks probably but i believe me this if you work in underwear at walmart the stuff you talk about would shock you <laughs> uh great so um but what, what yeah. i was saying is this is uh it's nice to have a little uh you know just feminine influence here and you know i'm not like super binary on everything obviously like i'm a pretty chill dad here right you know i'm like uh you know, I do a lot of the roles, you know, even when my wife, when my wife was alive, it wasn't like a hard division of labor within the home. She made more money than I did. Never bothered me at all. Oh, that's you know? so enlightened. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, there's a lot of guys who like, they can't get their, they just, they can't get like oh, yeah, you can say aroused right. because they feel like the woman is like, it's like, mm-hmm. you know. They feel emasculated. Yeah. It's like, let me tell you, let me tell you who does the hunting in lion packs. Okay. It's the women. It's the female lions out there doing the hunting. You know, that guy, he's just up there, that male line, he's just up there brushing that mane, just brushing that hair all day. In lion packs, he said? Yeah, lion yeah. packs. Okay. Pride. Pride pack, I mean, you know, six of one, half dozen. Um, well, um, couldn't agree more, uh, and I think that's very enlightened of you, and it's, it's a refreshing thing to hear, um, especially in the underwear aisle of a Walmart, where I don't always hear the most enlightened things. Um, so uh, let me give you a tip, okay? Yeah. Um, uh, another kind of personal question: Are you? Do you have a little bit of spare cash? Uh, yeah, yeah. Okay, here's my recommendation for you. I would get three pairs of bras for your daughter. One very modest, simple black bra. A very um, straightforward white bra and then one really lacy almost lingerie kind of bra okay. all right and i would also get multiple sizes giving the impression that you are shopping for a woman your age 
and you're just not sure about sizes, because I can tell you something. If you walk up there with a bra for a 14-year-old girl and just that, you're going to get some looks, my friend. You're going to get oh. some looks at the checkout. Oh, even at Walmart? Yes. <laughs> you want I, I resent that a little bit. This is where I work. I've made a okay. career here. Well, I'm sorry. I mean, you're the one who keeps saying you hear some weird stuff back here. Well, so I I, specifically in the underwear. Say, okay, well, yeah. I did. I guess I did bring that on myself a little. There's that toxic shame again, you know? It's in yeah, my head that I'm ashamed of where I work, but actually deep down, you know, I, don't, I really shouldn't be. So. Um, and with that in mind, I'm not going to be ashamed of buying underwear for my daughter either. So I'm going to discard that last piece of advice. I am going to take you up on taking three pairs home, let making her pick out one or two and returning one. And I appreciate your time. Hey, absolutely. That's what I'm here for. Okay. Thank you. Good luck. Behold, Thomas, the blessings of courtship are being bestowed upon us this fine evening. Huh? What? What are you talking about, Robert? Last week, I doth bring upon the screen, on my hand, Christian Mingle app, Mm. and hath found us two possible connections in which to explore the soul and the eternal with two women two connections of the feminine nature the feminine nature are coming Ah. here tonight tonight for dinner oh yes i told them four o'clock is early for dinner for some but it's effective and efficient when you go to sleep early yes and that's almost now Yes, They're get coming here. Dressed, Robert. Yes, of course. Ah, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm hardly, hardly ready. They're, they're saying there's women, Christian women, coming here tonight. Christian women, yes, coming oh. here tonight to dine and sup with us, and perhaps who knows where we, we shall ah. go from there. Oh. You devilish dog! All right, Thomas, Robert, excuse me, knock knock. Matilda, what dost thou want? Your, you have guests here? Ah, uh, yes. There you are. Yeah. Daughters you guys never told me about? Huh? Thomas, they are here. Ah, uh, already here! Uh, not daughters, Matilda. These are our companions for the evening. Oh, oh my. Okay, well. They will I'll be joining leave. us for dinner. I'll leave you to it. They're just waiting just down the hall, all right? Just, I'll just throw a tweed jacket on and let's go, let's go! Alright, hardly wait. Slow down there, you know, with my walker, I don't get around as well. Well, move it! Well, I am like a leaf hanging from the branch, ready to Ah. fall at a moment. Well, fall and tumble through the wind. Down to... Pick it up a notch. You ready to fall and... Rumble into dust. Oh, From whence it came, it shall well, return. Leave the dust for later. We've got mojo now. We've got ladies here to see us. Greetings, ladies. Greetings. Hello, hello. Good evening, afternoon. Oh, hi. Hi. You guys found us on Christian Mingle. Yeah, we're like Christian girls. Is this like your... Where is... What is this? Like, I thought this was a restaurant. Yeah, it's like a weird restaurant. Like, the tables are like next to like the TV. <laughs> I mean, couches. Well, women, ladies, feminine forms. Yes. We are forward in age, and we have tasted the sweet pleasures of life, and are soon to taste them no more. Yes, the kiss of death with her bony jaw draws ever nearer. To lay its final 
kiss upon my paper-thin cheek skin and take me forward to meet my Savior, Jesus Christ. Mm. Yes, if you're lucky. But your dogma may prevent it. Anyway, are you ready for a great dinner, my dears? Yes, it will almost be as great as the Methodist Church legendary potlucks. Unlike the Episcopals, who all seem to only know how to make casserole. Um, yeah, like, we're here for dinner, and, like, um, you guys want to, like, get, like, a drink or something first? It's, like, pretty early. Yeah, it's, like, 3.55 right now? <laughs> well, never too early for dinner, my, my dears. Yes, and uh, also, Methodists, uh, don't know how much we drink, but... <laughs> Back when I was a pastor, we, I didn't do it much. I am not, I'm not sure I should be drinking much right now, honestly. And with my liver, mm. I'm going to abstain tonight. Uh, same for me. But you two should drink up all you want. Matilda! Bring Matilda! Us some, <laughs> bring us a bottle of wine for these fine angelic creatures. Okay, bottle of wine, right. All right, why don't you all have a seat, okay? Um, so... So you guys are, like, Christian? Yeah, we, like... We, like, wanted to meet nicer guys, so we, like... We're, like... It's time to get on a nicer app. Yeah, because we've been, like, getting all kinds of, like, jerks... And like the apps we've been using, and like we're not like technically Christian, although like we're thinking of getting baptized, like depending on how this all goes and stuff. So like, wait, do you have to be baptized to be a Christian? Oh uh, yeah, like, do, like can what's you just the... be like, can you just like ask Jesus into your heart at like a summer camp when you're seven, and then you're just like set no matter what? Well, uh, Robert and I have different perspectives on this, but we won't go into what specifically those are. Uh, listen. Um, well, the good book, Thomas, does say, work out your own salvation with fear and trembling. So, ladies, I would encourage you to do that. Fear and trembling is the feelings you should have towards God. Speaking of fear and trembling, the Bible also talks about cascading nipples. Now, I don't want to move things along too quickly, but how hungry are you, actually? Um, <laughs> uh, well, we already told you it's pretty early for dinner. Yeah. Also, are you trying to talk about nipples already? Because this is starting to feel exactly like the other apps we've been using. Look, there's not a lot of time left on this earth for, for me and my pal Robert here, alright? We're trying to get betwixt some some nice legs before we crumble and are swept into the dustbin of history. Ah, uh, yes, my... What Thomas is trying to say is that the hour draws nigh. Behold, he stands on the door and knocks, and I'm saying, just wait one more time for me to just feel the loving embrace of a woman. That's a what we're form. looking for, just a, the loving embrace. Just to be surrounded by the female form and all its beauty reading from the book of Song of Solomon one last time. Um, well, you know what? Honestly, you guys are just, like, all the same. Yeah. Even men on Christian Mingle. Like, this is, like, such a disappointment. This is, like, so... Because I, I thought this was going to be a different kind of date when I came here. Yeah. And I was like, oh, I've never been to a date at, like, a place like this with, like, a nurse that's, like, the hostess at the restaurant that's, like, a nurse. Yeah. And, like, literally I felt safe for, like, two minutes. And then look at all these men, even now, just drooling at me. <laughs> just looking at me and drooling. It's, like, oh. so typical. Like, you guys have a great, you know, rest of your afternoon, okay? Because we're out of here. Yeah, and no one's getting the tricks my legs tonight. Yeah. Except for maybe you. Because <laughs> <laughs> we do that. We do <laughs> Think that. about that later yeah. when you're by yourself. Yeah. Bye. Ah, Robert. Oh, Thomas. You just had to go there. 
go where, Tommy? <laughs> I don't think it was the death that scared it's them the away. No, it wasn't. You went to the nipple cascading too quickly. Well, I wanted to be honest about what I wanted. Oh. They, they know what they want. All the women on dating apps know what you want, even the Christian mingle women. Ah. What do you think mingle means? I... It means getting betwixt. <laughs> Well, at least we're early for dinner. Yeah, we've got a good spot by the TV. All right, and up next, reading for Susquehanna Children's Playhouse, Sesame Street. 2020 review. Uh, we're reading for Big Bird now. Uh, our first reader is Steve Perry. Is there a Steve Perry here? Yo, yeah, yeah. That's uh, that's me. All right. Uh, oh wow! Look at that costume. Uh, yeah, nobody else is wearing. Uh, I thought I thought we had to have a costume. I guess not for the audition, huh? <laughs> Now, Steve. Uh, all right. Well, Steve, uh, great costume. It looks good. Um, did you? Where'd you come by that? Uh, it's homemade. No big deal. Um, um, yeah, just really enthusiastic about this part and this audition. So, Whew, is the uh, is the air conditioning off or the heat on or something? Because <laughs> wow, it's hot in here. Uh, no, it's must uh, be the lights hot under the lights. I always say that in the business, child yeah, actors, just, right? Yeah, we do say. Yeah. Child actor? Yeah, child actor is like this, what I'm trying to do. Become oh, I'm looking actor. at your resume. I don't see any work on here when you were a child. Uh, nah, forget it. Um, so um, I'm going to do... Right, so, yeah, 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 we'll just get into it here. We're going to read. So I'm going to be reading... I'll read Snuffleupagus okay. for, the, for the audition. Yeah. Um, and you just, do, you just do your big bird, okay? And we'll just see it, all right? Great, and we're doing this, uh, this is the scene on the stoop, um, Snuffleupagus has a cold? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Right. That's okay. Hey, bird. Oh, hey, Snuffleupagus. Uh. I'm feeling sad because my nose is stuffy. Oh, no. That's terrible, Snuffleupagus. Hmm. You know what I like to do when I feel bad? I do what Miss Piggy always tells me to do. Uh, uh, can, can, we, can we hold on a sec, Steve? Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, sure. Uh, Steve, you're reading for Big Bird? Yeah, I'm just, I'm extemporaneous, a little, you know, a little improv up here um, with the lines. Okay, great, because does Big Bird know, you sound a lot like Kermit the Frog. Um, that's weird. Um, I, I'm just, I'm just probably a little nervous. Uh, I mean, originally I think they were both voiced by Jim Henson, so... Oh, okay. Uh, there's, there's a similar tone there, but definitely clear, clearly different characters. Different characters, right. Okay. Yeah. Okay, so let's do it again from the top. Yeah, yeah, sure. And we'll, uh, a little bit more Big Bird, a little bit less Kermit, okay? Right, okay. Okay. Hey, Bird. Oh, hey there, Snuffleupagus. There's I'm, big, uh, big Bird the Bird here. I'm not feeling too well. Oh, you're feeling kind of low, huh? Well, want me to sing you a song? I can sing you a song. Make you feel better. Okay. Someday we'll find it. The rainbow connection. Uh, okay, let me, let me just stop the scene here again. Yeah. Sorry. Uh, whew, hot. <laughs> I'm drooling. Uh, yeah, let me just say, um, you're doing a near-pitch perfect Kermit the Frog, okay? <laughs> Including uh, Kermit's okay. signature song, his love interest. Uh, we, we don't need Kermit the Frog. I mean, you're not, you're not reading for Kermit the Frog. We could talk right. about it. If you wanted to read for Kermit, we could do that. Um... No, no, I'm, Big Bird's my dream part. That's what I prepared for, and as you can tell, that's what I've... Yeah, no, I mean, you're... For, so are you on stilts that you're that tall? I mean, this is a very impressive costume, is what I'm getting at. Um, yeah, there, there may be um, some, 
was built in the legs. So, so you built you built all that, and you yeah. came here to read for Big Bird. And I studied up on the backstory of Big Bird. But your voice and everything you're saying is Kerm- is spot on Kermit. Okay, well I don't know what that's about. Um, if you don't like what I'm putting down here, you know I I really want this part. I, I, it's my dream to be a child actor in the Susquehanna Children's Playhouse. So. I mean, I, we're just actors. Child actor is a term that refers to a young person who is an actor. Okay. Well, I think we've covered this already. Uh, can we just take it from the top, please? Uh, okay. All right. I want another shot. One more time. Me, all right, one, one more time. Shot. We'll try it one more time. You know. Thank you. All right. Uh, and I appreciate all the effort you put in on the costume. I don't. I'm. I'm just wanting you to know, like, it's very impressive and the commitment to the part. Uh, I just. I'm just not really feeling much like I'm talking to Big Bird as I'm reading for Snuffy here. Uh, I'll, I'm sorry about that. I'll try to really get in the big bird mind space. Okay, I'm like, I'm a bird. I'm a bird. I'm not a frog. I'm a bird. Okay. Uh, I'm ready. I'm Are ready. you ready? Yeah. Hey, bird. Oh, hey there, Snuffleupagus. Not feeling too good today. Oh no, that really upsets me, because you, as Snuffleupagus, are my second best friend, right behind Fozzie Bear. Okay, here again with the improv. I'm just gonna, I'll just go. I'll just okay. Go. Okay. Yeah, good luck with the season. Okay, thank I you. I love, love your shows. Thanks. Um, oh, be careful, be careful. Down the stairs. Oh, God. Oh, are you okay? Are you okay, Steve? No. <laughs> Steve, it looks like one of your, your leg stilts broke going down no. the stairs. And you crumbled. I'm drooling. Steve, you don't have to keep crawling to the door. We could get an ambulance or something no, here. leave me alone. <laughs> Steve. Just let okay. me go. Okay. Uh, okay, well, uh, that was weird. Uh, hope Steve's all right. Next up, reading for Big Bird, we have Toby Bradbury. Uh, Toby oh, yeah, that's Bradbury. Me. That's me. Okay, great. Come on up. Uh, yeah, me, Big Bird. Big Bird Love Cookie! Alright, hun, just like we talked about, I'll be here in sporting goods. You go do what you need to do in the women's garment section. And uh, shoot me a text and I'll meet you at checkout, okay? Dad, shut up. God. Yes, obviously, I know the plan. I made the plan with you. All right, I'm just making sure, okay? Listen, I love you. You're a beautiful young woman. You know, you're becoming a woman. And you are a woman. And, you know, everything we talk about, I'm just proud of you, okay? God, Dad, shut up. Shut up, Dad. God. I do love you, though. I know. Listen, I know that your teenage angst is just the thing that you have to do. And it's, it's a natural phase of development, okay? I've read a lot about it. So I know you have the emotional intelligence to know that's a little hurtful. And, uh, you know, I appreciate the apology. God, Dad, stop! I said I love you. I was trying to walk away. Ah. Excuse me. Uh, yeah? What... What are you doing here? Um... Uh... Oh, am I drooling? I'm sorry. Um... Oh, man, am I in the underwear aisle? Oh, God. Um... You're making me very uncomfortable. No, I was... I'm sorry. I was... I wasn't drooling at you, um... Young woman. Um... Uh... I'm... I'm just in this Snoopy costume because uh, I have an audition and um, I just needed to get some final materials to put a couple extra spots on my costume. Um, and you're you're, you're, you're a very attractive women's... young girl, but what? You're going to get them from the women's underwear aisle at a Walmart? Uh, I, I, got, I got a little lost. It's really hot in, in this costume and I got disoriented. That's why I was drooling. Um, uh, all right, well, maybe it's time to move on. Okay, I'm sorry. Um, you, are you a kid? You seem like a young person. I'm 15. 
Oh, okay. Well, 15's not... I mean, you're still... Do you like child actors? Like Shirley Temple? No, like actors who do theater for kids. I, I don't know what this question is. Look, Snoopy I'm, I'm, doesn't I'm even to... speak in your good man Charlie what? Brown, which is the play I'm assuming you're going for. No, he doesn't I... even talk. It's just all physical gags. Yeah, yes, he talks. Of course no, he talks. What do you mean? Just, I worked line. out a whole impression of Snoopy for this audition. I was in your good man Charlie Brown last year in my school. Okay, I was Lucy. I'm telling you, Snoopy has no speaking lines. Well, then what am I auditioning with? Why did I practice his voice? I, Snoopy doesn't have a voice. Let me hear Snoopy's voice. Ruh roh. What? Is that, <laughs> that Scooby Doo? What are you doing? No, it's Snoopy. Ruh roh. And stuff like that. All right. Well, listen. Good luck to you in your acting career. Can you go find whatever you need for your costume? Yeah. Somewhere else. I'm trying to have a moment here. I'm trying to have a a rite of passage into womanhood. Fine. I'm sorry. I'll stay out of that. And I just, to be clear, I wasn't drooling because of you. Okay. I, whatever. Uh, I'm, I'm going. Okay. All right. Um, hello? Oh, hi. Can I um, help you? I'm just picking out some underwear for myself. Oh, okay. Yes, I'm a woman, and I'm just yeah. a woman's... That's right. There you go. That's right. That's right. Well, we got all the classic Walmart selection, Victoria's Secret and and others. Um, if you need any help, let me know. All right. Thank you. And if you have any, you know, personal questions, you need to ask me. Look, I work in the underwear section at a Walmart. I've heard it all. Okay? So there's literally nothing you could... You could tell me that would not upset me. I'm sorry, that would upset me. All right, thank you. Keep that in mind. Just the other day, I had a dad come in here um, who was buying underwear for his daughter. You should have seen this guy. It was so sweet. He so clearly loved his daughter and was trying to do the best for her. And it just, they had a really special relationship. Okay. That sounds like a really... Really sweet dad. Mm hmm. All right, well, if you need me, I'm just going to be over there dealing with these two old guys who um, uh, appear to be rubbing the, the, the lingerie, so I need to go take care of that. Okay, thanks. Yeah, there's also a Snoopy, so keep your eyes peeled. Ah, Robert. Is this silky? Uh, negligee. Not the very thing we were hoping to feel against our wrinkly, decrepit skin. Uh, Thomas, this cami from Victoria's Secret surely was what Bathsheba was wearing (laughs) on the roof of that ancient bathhouse so many years ago. Yes, and one day perhaps I will repent, but for today I will sin like David. (laughs) Ha ha! Gentlemen, you can't rub underwear all over your bodies. Man's law is lower than God's law. Yes, that's right. We <laughs> don't bring your laws of man to us. Yes, we are clergymen. Yes. And we will we are setting out on a final journey into the carnal before we leave this plane forever. Do you understand that we could die ma'am, right here in your store. And we want to experience that sweet taste of lust one more time before before we molder in the grave. Uh, Well spoken, Thomas. Well Mm -hmm. spoken. Mm -hmm. Thank you, Robert. Yes, so 
Unless you intend to let us betwixt your thighs, we would ask you to move away and let us procure the garments for our Tinder matches. <laughs> well, I can't deal with this right now because that Snoopy over there is stripping out of his costume and he's p- practically naked. Hey, Snoopy! See what I see?